following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare, and I am joined by... Hey, wait a minute. You're not Rotten Jack. Sure not. Uh, Rotten Jack's in timeout. Rotten Jack got suspended from the podcast, so we're, we're not we're not friends right now. So, um, Alley Cat is not a fan of Alf, the character, <laughs> the character Alf. Yeah. She tweeted that Rotten He's Jack saw it. Terrifying. I just okay. I really need to know that I'm not alone in this. I find him absolutely terrifying and horrifying and creepy and ugly and gross and all the stuff. Literally the fuel for my nightmares. Right. So Allie Allie Cat is not a fan of Yield Elf and RJ thought it would be a good idea to send her a picture of him in her Facebook Messenger. He this was all happened. Blocked. This all happened about forty minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Not even, maybe twenty minutes ago. So RJ is officially suspended from the podcast for the time being. Uh, he's also apparently banned from her house. He's blocked on Alley Cat's Facebook. <laughs> There's a war brewing amongst the co-hosts of this show. <laughs> and yeah. So. So it's just the two of us today. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. <laughs> just the two of us. You and I. So what are we doing? We are talking everything Buffalo. Like them? Like them. Are we talking them? Among other things. Among other things. Cool. Yeah. I don't know if that actually went through, but I, I hope it did. I hope it did. Me I mean, too. I heard it. I did too. It just doesn't look like it's showing up on our sound waves here, but who knows? We'll, we'll figure it out. You can probably add it back in there. <clears throat> I sure can. So, uh, yeah. We're, it, we're doing it because it's 716 Day coming up. Yeah, Saturday is 716 Day. And for those of you who are not from the Buffalo area, 716 is our area code. Because we got hose. <laughs> apparently, we identify with our area code. And I don't know, I don't know any other city that does. But we love our area code 716. And we celebrate 716 Day on July 16th. We sure do. Because why wouldn't you celebrate 716 Day on 716? Right, right. So we're just talking everything and anything Buffalo right now. Because there is a lot to this this town, this city, this place that we call home. Like There really is. It's It's insane. The dynamic like just I don't know. The overall camaraderie and experience of being from Buffalo. It's more It's more than just our sports teams. And I know that you talk about that in your other podcasts, but, like, we're more than the Bills, the Bisons, the Sabres, the Bandits. Like, we are a very sports-oriented city by, oh, yeah. by far. But, like, man, there's just, like, little things, little Buffalo-isms that, like, make so, this place. Stemming off the sports thing, two of the oldest high school rivalries, not just in the state, but in the nation, 
are right here in Buffalo. And we represent one of them. And we absolutely do. We we represent the Lancaster Depew game. Mm-hmm. I am was a Lancaster artist formerly known as the uh, Skins <laughs> and uh, now known as the Legends. And Alley Cat is one of the Wildcats. Mm-hmm. And then the TNT game, the Tonawana North Tonawana game, mm-hmm. is huge too. And I mean, you want to talk about like you talk about high school football in Texas and stuff like that, and you want you know you're talking seven, eight, nine, ten thousand people at like your average small sized schools, right? Up to the fifteen to twenty thousand in some of your bigger Texas cities. <clears throat> the Lancaster Depew game, I believe, holds the state record at like. Eight or nine thousand people. Like you go to these things, are standing room only. Oh, it's it's nuts. And I think it was my senior year that we were on ESPN. Yes. Like it was. It's so freaking cool. And like the things that our schools do to celebrate the rivalry, absolutely incredible. Right, and it's it like you don't see things happening at least not around here happening in high school that you see in movies represented like high school parties no. where there's full tilt bands in people's backyards and yeah basically a drunken dance club and everything else the one thing that we do do yes i said do do the one do <laughs> <laughs> do the you know the stuff that we do is that that you see in movies the bonfires, the pep rallies, the dress-up days. Yeah, the spirit week, like, yeah. The the, the motorcade. Like, mm-hmm. we, every year, both schools do a motorcade, regardless of who the home team is. Mm-hmm. Where, if you're the away team, you, like, the, the school football bus is in line of the motorcade that is traveling to the other school. Well, as actually, if you're... no, Depew doesn't do it that way. So okay. Lancaster does it that, like, you take the motorcade to the game. Yes. But Depew does the motorcade during the school day. It's before our pep rally, so we have a massive pep rally. Gotcha. But we do the motorcade during the school day. So literally the entire day of Friday is just let's have fun and fuck around. We go on the motorcade, we decorate the buses, then we come back, we have the pep rally, and that's it. And then get waxed by the Redskins legends. Yeah, that didn't always happen. <laughs> so you can kiss my ass. You're right. We were uh, we were even in my years, my four years, which were did not cross over your four years. We were 500 against you guys. Mm-hmm. To be fair, my senior year we won. That's all that matters. I was on the field and we dominated. Yeah. Which I, a former friend of mine, I used to remind them of that all the time. He'd be like, "I played at Syracuse." I'd be like, "26 nothing, bitch." And he'd get so mad. We could talk about this for hours. We could, but there is so much other things. So like we we we've talked. We can talk bills, the tailgating experience. One of the biggest things they're building a new stadium. They were talking about building the stadium downtown. I didn't want it downtown. Why? Because what's the one of the best parts of going to a Bills game? The tailgate. The tailgate, and people don't do it like we do. No, no. If you live in a different city and you you are you're a big fan of your team, that's awesome. Tailgating anywhere other than Buffalo, it's just not the same. It's not. My gosh. We went to Jacksonville for a Bills game. First off, <laughs> Jacksonville may as well be just... Number one worst city. A, a trash heap. And I'm sorry if you live there, you shouldn't. <laughs> if you have pride in living there, please stay. <laughs> That's all I, I... We tailgated in an abandoned lot that used to have a house. Mm-hmm. We found... Razor blades. Razor blades, a pocket knife, Mm -hmm. used syringes and condoms tucked in the corner, like just thrown in a pile. And the house that was behind us had like mattresses in the yard. No, no, we don't do that in Buffalo. No. We have 
parking lots. Not Massive just, parking lots. Not just the main lots of the stadium, but people own private property around the stadium where they then host tailgates. There is one it, where we tailgate. It's called the grass lot. Mm-hmm. It's mostly gravel. But the only thing it's ever used for tailgate. is tailgates. And I, I would even be intrigued to see if they, if that even opens up for like concerts and stuff. I'm sure it would. Be a nice easy way to make a little bit of extra money on the off season, but like yeah, but you know, there's less people who go to the concerts and like yeah, we're talking seventy thousand people at a Bills game. You're not putting yeah. seventy thousand people for a concert because you can't because not everybody would be able to see the stage unless it's some huge act that was on a circular stage like with you, no structure. You only go to those lots for the purpose of tailgating. Correct. Like that is literally what it's all about, and you should see the tailgates at these places. I think one year it was a it was just before the pandemic. There was a, I don't even know how to, like, describe what this was like. Um, Almost like if you go to, like, McDonald's and there's a machine that, like, spits out condiments. Like, you press the button for ketchup, mustard, whatever. Right. It was like this on the back of someone's truck in the shape of a cow and you squeeze the udder for a shot. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Like, you took that walk. I didn't take that walk. Yeah, I got a fireball shot out of a cow's udder. But like there, there are people who set up like full tilt bars with TVs because mm-hmm. there are people who go and tailgate and, and don't, don't go into the game. game. And people have like full like painted buses, RVs, buses, they trailers, look like Zubas in yeah. all bills colors with flags with yeah, it, it's insane. Painted on it like it's 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 such a it's such it's a, a culture. culture. It's such a culture in this area. <laughs> there are actually parking lots. That are at war with other parking lots. As dumb as that sounds. Like a Lancaster to Pew kind of vibe. So there is, like the one lot, it's it's called Hammer's Lot. And they do, I don't remember what exactly they do. But like one of the big, there's some big tailgate traditions. There's Pinto Ron with the whole mm-hmm. ketchup and mustard spraying thing. There, I'm pretty sure that's Pinto Ron. Like there's just, the what are referred to as super fans. And these are people who go above and beyond every day, every game, travel with the team, whatever. And they do special things. And these people, like, when one, when another person or another, like, from another lot gets popular for whatever reason, gets their little moment in the sun, gets their little, you know, their little viral popularity, like, they get mad. Because how dare you step on me and mine and like it it's insane because that's how intense this culture is because everyone wants to be known as the biggest the best tailgate lot the biggest tailgate party the best tailgate party the most you know unique tailgate party whatever it might be everyone wants that and like seventy thousand people mm-hmm. and we pack that place rain rain snow sleet or hail oh my we're gosh. like the goddamn pony express when it comes to our bills honestly the best 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 game ever was the snowball yeah I was talking about that with uh, a group that's, you know, starting to form about, like, doing five-minute snippets, like, of your of previewing your team every week. Yeah. And it's something that's just in a concept right now. And we were talking about it. I was like, that game was, was insane. Oh, it was so cool. I mean, they were out on the field with leaf blowers trying to blow the snow, and it was coming down faster than it, they could even blow yeah, it Yeah, and, and they were only snow blowing the sidelines and the full, ha- like, the full... Yard mark. Yes. So every ten mm-hmm. yards, sorry, every five yards, mm-hmm. every commercial, every break, they'd go sprinting down. And by the time they got to one end of the field, the field, they, the side they started was already it was covered. Already in snow. Covered. Yeah, I mean, we were covered. We were snowmen. Oh God, yeah. And we were throwing snowballs. It was, it was blessed. You could barely even see the players on the field. 
But the only reason we could see them is because the Bills were wearing their color rushers yes. that day. Thank God they were Thank wearing all red. God, it was really cool. Now we sat we and we sat in the lower bowl. You could not see the upper bowl, not the people in the upper bowl, the, the bowl, bowl itself. Like <laughs> it was nuts. But that that leads us into another thing. Buffalo is different with its snow, and I know that like everybody knows that, right? Everyone here is like, "Oh, Buffalo! Oh my God, you had so much snow." No, really, truly, like we are different with our snow. People are mind blown when they realize the conditions that we are like, all right, let's sack up and drive to work in this shit. Like, yep, up, gotta go. I So I've been mentoring a couple students at UB um, in my social work program. Like, I don't know why I've like taken on this, taken on this mantle, I guess we could say. But when new people start this at the school, like I have somebody who is a big deal in the, the program that kind of just sends them my way and is like, hey, we talked to this person. Sure. Sure. I had a girl that I that I mentored that was from Long Island. It's not like they don't get snow there. I mean, it's still New York State, right? Like, they still get snow. Yeah. And I know that, like, the snow that they get is not buffalo caliber snow, right? But that's, they still, they still get snow. They still have to drive in the snow. They still, like, New York State is still a different breed from, like, I don't know, like, my friend who lives in West Virginia or Virginia or whatever, and, like, they don't get snow like we do and they right. the whole world shuts down if they get even less than an inch like yeah i had buddies from college that moved down there and they got a dusting and they're like mm-hmm. oh everything's canceled i got the day off work let's go grocery shopping and they almost got arrested for going grocery shopping and they're like why meanwhile we've got like two three feet and we're like well we better bu- we oh, better big gulps huh yeah. well see you later <laughs> we better scoop out so we can go to the store like, like- we, got, we got two feet we go to the bar we got a Bills game tomorrow. Let's start pre-gaming now. <laughs> Is it, are we sure school's going to be canceled? I don't actually know. Anyway, so this this girl, like, would text me every time that snow was even in the forecast, like, would be really upset about the snow and, like, I can't drive. Oh, my God. Like, I can't go to work. Like, and I get it. I don't, I don't like driving in the snow either. But, like, our ability to drive in the snow manage the snow, live in the snow. It's just, it's unmatched. It really is. I mean, and people don't really realize it, but we are, we get more snow and have colder average weather than Anchorage, Alaska. I've been alive for two seven foot snowstorms. Yeah. Overnight. Mm-hmm. Like woke up and holy hell. Seven feet. Like, I don't think people really kind of sit down and try and conceptualize what that looks like. Well, because when you see a seven-foot person, you're like, damn, that's tall. Now, imagine that dude everywhere. Like, just everywhere. And he just tall, powdery, fluffy, white stuff. <laughs> and not powdery, white stuff, fluffy like our kitty. Yeah. Like, heavy and cold, and it, I hate snow blowing. Yeah, not fun. Not fun. No. It's crazy. But honestly, we do make the most of it, and we kind of enjoy our snow. In yeah. weird ways. Like, I, I don't like it when I have to snow blow. I don't like it when I have to shovel. No, who does? But, like, there's something to be said about going somewhere and, like, going snowboarding and being on the ski lift and just, like, when it's snowing, when you're snowboarding. Or the joy of a snow day. Right. Or, which, the, these kids these days. I know, oh, I know. They don't even know. Oh, we already had a whole episode on that. We don't even need to I get know. into that. But, like, yeah, our snow, it's just a different level. It's that's a buffaloism for sure. So one of the things that we did to get ready for this episode, we pre-gamed. We did. 
And now pre-gaming means a couple different things. One, I guarantee you Buffalo pre-games harder than most cities party. Well, I think we also party harder than most cities party. We go till 4 a.m. Well, and that, so that's, that's part of it. Most people, like when you go out of town and you're from Buffalo, first off, so we, we, we figured this out halfway through our trip to Utah, which Utah, Utah we like, we're, we go, when we'd order a drink and it would come in a, like, not quite a rocks glass, but like a bigger version of a rocks glass. And we're like, the hell? Yeah, why? I'm used to those pint glasses. Okay, why, why is my drink so small? Why do I have to order twice as many? Oh, because in Buffalo, when you order a drink, you get it in a pint glass. Everywhere else in the country, you get it in a single glass. <laughs> Buffalo done forgot what those were before I could start drinking legally. Yep. Facts. Oh, man. Like, so when we say we pregame harder than you party, we don't go to bars till 11 o'clock. If we're going out, like, if we're going out, mm-hmm. like, hey, let's go out and get it tonight. Yeah. We we show up at 11 p.m. and party till 4. Mm-hmm. That means we were hanging out, drinking, probably playing a drinking game, a card game of some kind, getting ready and drinking from 8 to 11 beforehand. Oh, yeah. So we show up at a place where you usually get to, <laughs> and you're like, oh, the bar's closing in an hour. And we're like, woo, let's go. <laughs> it is the weirdest thing. When you go out of the area to go to a bar, and you go to a bar, not remembering that bars close some places at midnight or one or two is the worst thing ever. Oh, yeah. Even a, even a party town like Nashville, two o'clock. So like, oh, we'll head out, head out to the bars like 11, 1130. And like. Why is everyone so hammered? Oh. Hey, what time do you guys close? Uh, last call is in about an hour. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll get here earlier tomorrow. It's weird. It's a weird, weird it's thing. super weird. But we also pregame doing buffalo things by eating buffalo food. Correct. Buffalo food. Oh. Fucking slaps. There is literally nothing better than buffalo food. Honestly. I... It's such an eclectic collection. Yeah, but like not even just buffalo food. Like, like you know, when you think of buffalo food and you think of the very specific buffalo things, like everyone thinks of wings, beef on whack. Like, yes, yes, we can think of the very specific buffalo things, but I think just in general, we have incredible food. Yes. People here know how to cook. We have our own melting pot so to speak you know the first word is very polish like we have some very italian stuff going on here as well like there's like good home cooked like classic food you have buffalo is home to not only the biggest dingus day celebration in the states but also one of the bit one of the top like i think it's top three in saint patty's day yeah Mm -hmm. and all of those nationalities have come together yep uh buffalo pizza oh my god i mean people talk about new york city pizza yeah, or Chicago i don't know why dish. buffalo pizza doesn't rank on that list when people talk about like oh new york city pizza or, or chicago style deep dish or whatever right buffalo pizza god i would never eat pizza anywhere else honestly like i get irritated because pizza elsewhere it's like okay you go somewhere and you're like where's the pizzeria and like, oh, Domino's is right there. Ugh. Oh, we got Little Caesars right around the corner. Barf. 
if you're lucky, you might be able to find like a just pizza or a pizza hut. I think just pizza is a Buffalo thing. It might be. Yeah. But uh, Papa John's, what I was thinking of. Papa John's, yeah, still not good. But like that—that's if you're lucky, you can find those. My places. roommate in college we used to order Domino's all the time, and I don't know why. I mean, I, w- I went to school in Brockport. Like we had Rochester Pizza, but like there was a couple places that were pretty solid, and she would order Domino's, and I swear to God, it smelled like dog food. I Domino's in a pinch is fine, like. If you're ordering for a large number of people and you're on a budget, you got to do what you got to do. Domino's is a thing. I mean, not here. If that's the case here, you order Ronnie Sheet Pizza. Uh, so I can tell you when we were coming home from one of our away games this year, we one day did, had to do Domino's because it's the it was the only thing that fit the budget for the amount of kids we were feeding. Fair. And Ronnie's isn't delivering to downtown Buffalo. So. No, you're right. You're right. Like when you're when when pickings are slim, you beggars can't be choosers. The, the next time we did just pizza, it was ten times better. Yeah, just pizza and is pretty. Ju- it's just pizza is Buffalo's version. Yes, of a fast food pizza joint. Correct. And it blows the other fast food pizza joints out of the water. Correct. The fact that Domino's even exists in Buffalo bothers me to my core. Oh, I know, me too. And that's actually why Pizza Hut closed. But now Pizza Hut's coming back. And honestly, if I had to choose of all of the chains, I'd rather have a Pizza Hut than anything else. Sure. And I've, I've now I've been told that these new Pizza Huts that are opening are not going to be dine-in. It's going to be pickup and delivery only. Yes, I did see that. It's a weird time to be alive. Sure is. But anyway, Anywho. Buffalo Pizza. We have, for those of you who don't know, Buffalo Pizza is like, Thick and fluffy, like very doughy. Yes. And usually has a sweet sauce. So it's somewhere between, like it's the medium between New York City thin crust Mm -hmm. and Chicago deep dish. Yeah. Like we are the, and we are kind of a middle point between them. Yeah. And our pizza proves it. Mm -hmm. Like, because it is, like your your crust is fluffy. It's bigger on the edges. And then it, it, sometimes it's thinner near the middle. And got that cup and char pepperoni. Cup and char pepperones. And we eat our pizza with blue cheese. Just like we eat our wings because ranch is, my options are nothing (laughs) or ranch. You debate going nothing and then, okay, give me some ranch. I typically will go nothing, actually. Uh, If I, I have gone to a place where I know I'm not a big fan of their blue cheese. Because blue cheese is something else that is very buffalo. Oh, yeah. I know. Like blue cheese dressing. People, like other places, when you, you go out of town, you go out of this area, and you're like, oh, can I get a side of blue cheese? And they're like, the salad dressing? And it's like, yeah, motherfucker, the salad dressing. <laughs> Why do you want salad dressing? You ordered something that's not salad. Because I have shit to dip. That's why. You <laughs> when dip. you dip, I dip, we dip. Yeah. Yeah. We got very off track because we were talking about how we pre-gamed this episode. So we pre-gamed this episode. Okay, so dialing all the way back. There are local, there are chain restaurants locally. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, anything that's got more than two locations, yeah. I would consider a chain. There are places that are like that. Uh, Louis used to be one of them. Louis is still one of them. There's still a couple locations. Yeah, I think there's one on Bailey, one on Southwestern. I think that might be it. There might be one in the North Town somewhere. Maybe. But... This is like a, it's like your old school diner, but it's breakfast and then hot burgers dogs. and dogs. Yeah. And that's it. Like and that's, Salem's hot dogs are another thing that's very Salem's hot dogs, buffalo. very buffalo. And they use exclusively Salem's. 
Yeah. And it's like, Salem's is so big. Uh, there's a sports park named Salem's. There was Salem Field downtown mm-hmm. for the Bisons. I like, these things are ingrained. Yeah. So Salem's hot dogs are fantastic. And one of the things that like Louis is popular for and famous for is their meat sauce. So usually what the way you're, the way I was introduced to these is you get a hot dog on a bun. Mm-hmm. And then you get the meat sauce on top. Correct. Usually when you go there, you just say, give me three dogs with the works. Mm-hmm. And they load you up. Good to go. These, I grew up calling them slime dogs. Because they look like they're covered in brown slime. My parents called it slop sauce. Slop sauce. Or plop sauce. Plop sauce. Slime dogs. Mm-hmm. Shit dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, all things I've heard them called. Yeah. It's magical. It is a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's like a spicy, chili-ish type of yeah, sauce. It, yeah. It's like, it's almost like Manwich. I've never had Manwich. I haven't either, but I've seen it. And this is, think of like what you would get when you would order a, like when you'd get a sloppy Joe for lunch at school. Yeah. That's what it looks like. That, that That's what this concoction looks like. It looks like it. I don't think it tastes the same. I don't think so either. But it's fantastic. Uh, unfortunately, Louis, the way they make their stuff does not fit Alley Cat's dietary restrictions due to some health issues that she's having. They're so, not gluten-free. Basically. So we had to go and make our own. So we done got some eggs from our Farm Fresh, Farm Fresh egg guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You didn't, you didn't specify because you were talking about slime dogs. Oh, that's right. Okay. So thank you for keeping me on track. I am getting way ahead of myself. Yeah. I'm here for you. Louise also does breakfast. Mm-hmm. One of the things, the only thing that I've ever gotten from there for breakfast is a Louis omelet. Now you think omelet, right? You think ham and cheese, you think Western omelet, meat lovers. This is exactly what you would expect a hot dog joints omelet to look like. It is diced up hot dog and onion in it, wrapped in some eggs with cheese and then slime dog sauce on top. Plop sauce, slop sauce, <laughs> shit dog sauce, whatever you want to call it. Whatever saucy bossy you want to be, they got the bossy sauce for you. They do. And then you pull out the old feta spreader and sprinkle some feta on top just for funsies. That's my own move. That's a little home trick. Yeah, that's a specialty move. That's not how you actually get it. But it is, a good, it is a good move. That's what they call a veteran move. So, because it is not gluten-free, we, we made our own. We made our own. So we get eggs from a chicken farmer who, own, who owns the place next to a, my hunting cabin. They're fresh. They're from a farm, and they get fluffy. Just ask my dad. I love my father, but he he tells us every single time he gives us these eggs how fluffy they get. And he's not wrong. They get really fluffy. They get super fluffy, and they're delightful. We just laugh about, we laugh about every time we make eggs. Like, oh, the, those are the farm fresh eggs. They're nice and fluffy. Yeah, they're they super fluff up real super good fluffy. for you. Fluff, fluff right up up there. So uh, shout out to Papa Nightmare on that one. <laughs> but uh, we did that. We got some ground beef and some other mixins and spices and chopped up some Salem's hot dogs and... Some onion. Onion. Some had, to sa- had to had to semi saute the onion. Just got to fry them up a little bit and then toss them on the dogs. Then uh, omelet it up and slather it in slime. Yep. It was delightful. It was. And then we did a little buffalo poutine with fries, le- uh, leftover meat sauce, and feta on top of that, mm-hmm. which was delicious. 
Super yummy. So yeah. Ted's is another one. Ted's is another one. And Ted's has the best onion rings. So Ted's is... And it's funny because there was a Ted's and Louie's right next door to each other. They were. Forever. 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 And like at Ted's, you can get a foot-long hot dog. You can't get that at Louie's. Their stuff... uh, Louie's cooks their stuff on a flat top where... Char. Yeah. Char broil, right? Yeah, they char... Grill. Char grill. So they... Ted's does theirs on an open... On an indoor open flame grill. Right in front of you. Both of them right in front of you. You You can watch the short order cook do his thing. But... Very, very good in its own right. Yeah. Really good milkshakes at both places, too. Oh, you know who has good milkshakes? It's another Buffalo Place, Anderson's. I think it's, I think they're, I'm pretty sure it's Buffalo Place, yeah. Yeah, because they also do beef on Weck. Yes. Yeah, Anderson's. So they're kind of like a burger, hot dog and burger joint, but they're really just known for more for their ice cream. And their beef on Weck. So, like, they, they did, they basically took a Dairy Queen concept, made it their own, and made it better. Because, like, everybody knows, technically, that you can get normal food from Dairy Queen. Like, you can get chicken fingers, burgers, stuff like that. Not always. It has to be a DQ chill and grill. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) My point is, why do you go to Dairy Queen? For ice cream. Why? Because it's the queen of dairy. Same thing with Anderson's. It's called Anderson's Ice Cream or Anderson's Custard or whatever the fuck it's called. Something with ice cream in the name. The sign is a damn ice cream cone. It is. I'm probably not going to go, huh, you know what sounds good for dinner? The ice cream place. <laughs> I'm going to go get me an extra large peanut butter uh, Reese's Pieces Deluxe Sundae that basically comes in a bowl the size of a football helmet, is hot fudge, melted peanut butter sauce, Reese's Pieces, and whipped cream, and I think some other stuff. It's delightful, and you feel like you're going to have a diabetic coma when you're done. Probably. You probably should, and now I want one. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, they're good. Buffalo food, it's unmatched. And it, that go, I mean, that extends in a lot of different directions, yes. right? Like, okay, so Buffalo is also known for Loganberry. Oh, Loganberry. Loganberry is a delightful drink. And it, you can't even explain what it is. You can't, but they also now make a wine, a Loganberry wine. I'm ready oh, to have man. that. And we also have Mighty Taco, which everyone in their everyone and their mother is obsessed with Taco Bell. I've literally never eaten Taco Bell because we have Mighty here. I have only gotten Crunchwrap Supremes from Mighty. Or sorry, from Taco Bell. It's the only thing worth getting there, in my opinion. I literally don't care to even bother trying. And now at this point, I can't because I can't get a Crunchwrap Supreme because it's Correct. not gluten-free. But regardless, Mighty Taco, totally different level. Yes. And here's the thing. If you grew up in Buffalo and you grew up eating Mighty, going to Taco Bell, you're like, ugh. Yeah. But anyone who's grew, who grew up on Taco Bell who tries Mighty is like, I don't I don't like it. My buddy Ern from, from Buff State. Ernie. Little Cuban kid. Ernest Guadalajamas. He loved Mighty. He was a he was a Taco Bell guy. Taco Bell and Burger King. Yeah, fucking weird. He's from Middletown. He's from five hours away, just outside New York City, and he was a Taco Bell and Burger King guy. He loved Mighty Taco. Loved it. He's the only person from out of this area. My buddy Dave, too. 
Those two. So you're really, you're not. Literally just those two. I'm not going to pull a gene thing where you're all like, oh, and this guy, and then this guy, and then this guy, and then this guy. Like, those are the only two that are like, oh, dude, mighty. I don't know. Mighty slaps. But the the, the point that I was getting at is that it's ex, it extends beyond just our restaurants. And like the little mom and pop places that are incredible. The the chains like Anderson's, Ted's, Louie's, Mighty. It extends beyond that. Our grocery store is the tits. Wegmans. Wegmans. You want to talk fucking culture? Wegmans is... Oh, my God. What is, Wegmans is an experience. I If you don't know what it's like to walk into your grocery store and just like... I don't know. Feel at home and feel. I was. Like- that's exactly the. That's exactly <laughs> the phrase I was going to use. Because you walk into a Tops, which Tops is a. It's more. It it is local, but it's now like there's a parent company that nationally that owns Tops. Giant. And like one or two others. So like it's kind of more of a regional thing now. Yeah. Well, I mean, Wegmans is now like expanding to like the southern states and things like that too. But it originated here. Right. And Tops doesn't hit the same. No. You walk into Tops and you're like, okay, okay. So I would still take Tops over like other grocery stores. Sure. But like at the same time, it's just, it feels just like a grocery store. Right. You walk in, you feel like you're just walking into... A department store for food. And you're just like, okay, let me get my shit done. Right. Like, Wegmans is not like that. And I don't quite know how to explain the experience. So you walk into your normal tops and you walk past the registers and the customer service desk and everything else. You walk into Wegmans and there's fresh fruit right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And then as you get past that, you get punched in the face with the bakery smell. Yeah. Like tops hides their bread aisle in the back corner. Tops also smells like fish. Especially, like, yeah, the, like they they do not contain their fishery smell. No, it smells like fish and butthole and like just gross. Tops, tops, tops never stops smelling like fish and butthole. <laughs> Actually, the saying is tops never mops. Look at the floors, but okay. Which is why they smell like fish and butthole. Anyway, Wegmans. That was a cornholio esque promo, if I've ever heard one, and oh I don't God. even know if you know who cornholio is. I don't. I want to talk about Wegmans. Okay, talk stop about interrupting Wegmans. me. Wegmans, it's the best. They have their own line of food. So, like, you know how, like, you go to Walmart and it's like great value is there is Walmart's brand or whatever, yeah. and like Wegmans has their own Wegmans brand. And I swear to God, sometimes the Wegmans brand is better than like the brand name stuff, and it's cheaper. They make their own like special marinades for their meats and like they make they their butcher shop actually pre-marinates like pork loins and stuff and like then freezer packs it or like airtight seals it in the marinade. Yeah. Like you can get some amazing like buffalo chicken or like I we get this really good garlic parm chicken that they've already like yeah. it's just fresh Plus, chicken that we have to cook and it's already flavored. Plus, they make their own pop. They Not, do. Okay, they don't make their own pop, but they have a deal with a pop distributor that puts the W Cola, Diet W, Dr. W, Mountain W. Psst, psst. What? You called it pop. That's yeah, another buffalo thing. I was getting there. Stop jumping the gun. It's fucking pop. It's not soda. It's not soda pop. If you call it that, you're wrong. Or if you call Figure everything a Coke, you're wrong. Yeah, or a cola. Mm-hmm. 
in the words of our Canadian friends on a sitcom that Allie's not a fan of, give your balls a tug. It's fucking pop. It is pop. Anyway, Mountain W. Mm-hmm. Dr. W. Yeah. They're not related. Dr. W grew up on Mountain W, and they make fantastic flavored fucking soft drinks. Basically, Wegmans has everything you could ever need, including like, okay, so we have a place downtown. It's called Ruse Pierogi, and they make fancy-ass pierogies. They are so good. Lots of different fillings. Like stuffed banana pepper pierogi. Oh, so good. They make them frozen, and you can buy them at Wegmans. Like, you can buy different things from different local Buffalo establishments at Wegmans. Can we talk about the fact that they took a thing that's stuffed with a thing and stuffed it in another thing that gets stuffed with stuff? They did. That's pretty incredible. That's fucking science. Also, nobody else cares about this, but Wegman's gluten-free section. It is so pretty stellar. it is pretty banging. So stellar. Now listen, you live with somebody who's got to be gluten-free, you end up eating the gluten-free stuff from time to time. And I can tell you this girl has done her fucking homework and figured out how to eat gluten-free and have it still taste good. Yeah. So, Wegmans. It's what's for dinner? It's an art form. I don't know. They also sell Bill's stuff there. They do. And from like different local, like, yeah. Like they have their hand on the pulse of Western New York. It's incredible. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, our propensity to turn really old stuff into really cool stuff. Yeah. Like the grain elevators. The grain elevators. Buffalo Riverworks. Mm-hmm. Like, so we have these really cool. Grain elevators. I, I mean, if you don't know what that looks like, I would suggest pulling out the old Google machine. It's a really, really, really big silo. Yeah. And it's metal and like kind of looks like crap, but also looks really cool at the same time. They've turned them into destinations at this point. Yes. So Riverworks is a place downtown. It's on the river. Weird. And it works. <laughs> They painted some of the silos to look like Labatt Blue cans. Yeah, there are six of them. Mm-hmm. It looks like a six-pack of Labatt Blue. Yes. Which is a huge... It's funny because like down here or in Buffalo, Labatt Blue and Blue Light are huge. Mm-hmm. And then like Buffalo people travel out of the area, and we drank the city of Nashville out of Bud Light because they didn't carry blue. Yep. Like, so we... Also, use these elevators for like, I think there's like rock climbing. There's like a ropes course. Like there's like, there's yeah. cool shit inside them. Yes. And then like we've turned them into like artsy looking things, like all this stuff. And now like you can, that that whole river area was like really shit. And now you can go like kayaking along there and they have like um, boat. Party boats. Party boats. Yeah. Like a, a, instead of like a pedal tour where you're like on a bike pedal tour and you're drinking, you're doing that on a boat. Um, it's a pedal boat, I guess. Yeah. Tiki boat. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's really cool. It's a, just a pedal party boat. We just find ways to make things fun, no matter what we do, no matter And we most go. of it involves alcohol for some reason. It does. It does. And, you know, going off of those grain elevators, because how can you not touch on this? Our city smells like Cheerios. It sure does. Have you, and, and this is a fun question, have you ever caught it on a day? Where they make frosted flakes? That it smells like Lucky Charms. Yes. Oh. Now, listen. Cheerios, General Mills, rich products, Mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Right? And that that is Buffalo born and bred right there. 
Right, but everybody knows it. Right. right? I mean, we all know Lucky Charms. But there is a way, there's a point where you're driving down, and this will stem me into another thing, you're driving down the 190, and you just get punched in the face with Cheerio smell. Oh, it's incredible. You have to roll your windows down. And just take a deep breath. And and if, if you're me... And it, I, I, I assume other people do this, but if they don't, it needs to become a thing. I will be driving down the 190, and I just take that big deep breath of Cheerios, and I sit back and I go, "My city smells like Cheerios." As I'm driving down, and the if 90. you don't pay attention, you can accidentally end up in Canada when you're driving down the 190, <laughs> and you're smelling the Cheerios, and you're like, "Shit, I took the wrong exit." Took the wrong turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> Oh man! L- listen, if you're, pa- I have accidentally ended up in the line for Canada. If, uh, which is the like the shitty part about that is, if you turned around, and you have to go back through U.S. Customs and explain, I took a wrong turn. I never went to Canada, and then they look at you and say, "Pull over." Yeah. Like, and then you also feel like a dumbass. Yeah, and you feel like an idiot. But like if you if you if you end up if you see you know you get off the one ninety and you find yourself driving past a uh, an awkwardly placed Burger King, turn into the Burger King. You're going to Canada. <laughs> I promise. Don't don't make that mistake. Yeah. Uh, and if you heard me say the one ninety, yes, this is my favorite. I'm so glad you're going to bring this up because my best friend harps on this. I never even knew this was a thing. Until she mentioned it to me, and then now it sticks out like a sore thumb. So, we here in ye old Bouflo put the the word the in front of whatever the route number is. Yeah, and that's how we describe where, like, what route we're taking to go somewhere. And honestly, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yes, you know, I'm going to take the 190. The one, I'm going to take the 90 to the 190. Get off on the 198. And then take the 33 to Grider. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you under you just understood word for word where I was going. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take the 90, I'm going to take the 33 to the 90, to the 290, to the 990, to Millersport, to UB. Yep. Perfect. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, listen, you can't necessarily directly get to UB on Millersport, but kind of, yeah, you can. Regardless. I, I mean, it's. I'm going to take the 90. All the way to all the way to Albany. Yeah. All the way to Pennsylvania. And I'm gonna stay on the ninety in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. through Erie. Like, no. What do people from like other places go? Well, Allie, my best friend from Rochester, will not be like Alley oh, Cat. Not me. Um, yeah, that's kind of confusing. She'll be like, oh, I, I took I took three ninety to four ninety and then I got off here and, or like I took thirty three all the way to your house. What? The uh, 33. Right. Thank you. You took 33 what to my house? 33 dogs on a sled? A 33 horse-drawn carriage? You're missing the the, friend. Right. It is a specific, it is a noun. The 33 is a thing. You're not just alley cat, you're the alley cat. Figure it out. You're the nightmare. Duh. And then there's dumbass who sent you a picture of Elf. We're not speaking about him. Heard. But I, it, like, it's such a weird thing because, like, again, when you go out of town and you ask for directions, oh, yeah, just jump uh, jump 210 here and take it. Uh. Yeah, I thought it was an alley thing, honestly. 
And then I started hearing it more, and I was like, what the hell? Yeah, why doesn't... No, how come nobody knows how to talk but us? Notice I said, what the hell, not what hell. Yeah. I just don't understand what point is. <laughs> See? More word make less confusion. <laughs> it's like Kevin Malone. Don't know, Sea World. Now, see, are you going to Sea World or are you going to see the world? The the matters. It does. That's a great segue. What a great poll. Oh man, you know what else? And this kind of kind of dials back to the beginning with sports and stuff, but. We have had two of the most iconic play-by-play people. Oh, we have ever. Rick Jenneret. If you've never heard Rick Jenneret call a Sabres game, especially when the Sabres were good, you have not truly lived being a sports fan. Yeah, that's very true. Because being in a small market like Buffalo, I don't think he gets the love that some of these other guys have gotten. Your guys like Harry Carey. Your guys like. Uh, I'm pretty sure he, he went by Harry Doyle in Major League. Like, just these goofy, iconic, you know, Harry Carey was it was a goofball. They spoofed him on Saturday Night Live. He was so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, if the moon were made of cheese, would you eat it? Like, that was a, a sports commentator. I mean, we all see Aikman and Buck and these other dudes that do this now. Rick Jenneret was an icon. Yeah. And he had the ability to call a game and make the hair on your arm stand up. Oh, yeah. And I can still hear his voice in the back of my head. And I don't know the last time I really actually listened to Rick Jenner at Call Game. Even in his twilight, I listened to the audio clip, not even the live version, the audio clip of him signing off at his last game. Oh, my God. I just got goosebumps. In yeah, I'm getting that. goosebumps on my head. And, like, just the, his, the, the dude's mannerisms, his, like, the, 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 the phrases he used that he pulled out of nowhere. Top shelf where mama hides the cookies. Like, um. We made an ice cream named after that, by the way. Yeah, top shelf Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so there's, there's that there. I mean, la, 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 Fontaine. Mayday, mayday. Dawesome. Calls of my childhood. Yeah. Shields wants snow. Shields has, Steve Shields has wanted Garth Snow my entire life because of that one call. That's it. Like, these guys are good, scary good. Oh, now do you believe? Mm -hmm. I'm like, something about, you know, burying it where Jimmy Hoffa lies or something. Like, just giving him more tongue than a lumberjack's boot. (laughs) One of my favorites. (laughs) It it was about Matt Barnaby jawing at somebody, and he's given him more tongue than a lumberjack's boot. Rick Jenner was incredible. And bef- and alongside him for the longest time we had the voice of the Bills, Van Miller. Mhm. You know, he was it, it's pan, it's pandemonium. Like like the dude's voice was just iconic. Yeah. It was great. And for for people for a city who has not had good sports luck. Yeah, but we we love our sports on a different level. Yeah. We love everything on a different level. I think we really do. And I mean, like, we don't have, like, big name people who really come from Buffalo, but there are there are a few. I mean, the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. Everyone knows the Goo Goo Dolls. They're from here. Yeah. And, like, this is home. They will always come here to yes. play shows. Um, they, We had the one, Scotty McCreary. Yeah. Uh, No. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No way. Yes. 
That's bullshit. Ninety nine percent sure Scotty McCreary was from Hamburg. He he was on American Idol. Really? Yes. Hamburg. I'm ninety nine percent. I'm looking it up because I don't remember that. Yeah. I know who Scotty McCreary is. I love him, and I also watched that season of American Idol. But no, he's from North Carolina. That there was somebody on American Idol that was from Buffalo, New York. I'm looking it up right now. You do that. I will. Okay, so she's looking that up, and I like John Stevens. Okay, why did I think it was Scotty McCreary? I'm terrible with that stuff. I apologize. Oh, but I like Patrick Kane, Buffalo boy, Stanley Cup champion, cap long long standing captain of the Chicago Blackhawks. I know you don't love him, but Gronk. It's not that I don't love him. It's just he's just a walking meme. So much so that like when he's in commercials, they make fun of him for being kind of dumb. And I don't believe he's actually dumb. Well, everyone's got to play a role, you know? Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. But you're right. Like We don't have huge name people. We don't have a huge claim to fame over much. We, you know just... what? we don't need to because we still have that pride despite not having yeah. big name stuff. We will die on the hill of the people that we do have. We like, sure will. And you know what? You know what's cool? And it's getting bigger and bigger every time something like this happens. People are people are figuring out that Buffalo's a pretty pretty baller place. So much so that there's a building downtown that has something painted on it that says keep a Buffalo a secret. Mm-hmm. And because of our Lord and Savior Josh Allen, people are figuring out Buffalo. Because here's a dude who came to a city that nobody wanted to come to, yep. that nobody wanted to play in, that nobody wanted to be part of, nobody wanted to be considered the franchise guy here. And here's this kid just strutting his stuff, big dick energy about being a Buffalo Bill for the rest of his fucking life. And now people are figuring out that Buffalo, not only are we a pretty banging place, but we fucking travel, boy. Mm-hmm. And when Buffalo people go places... It's like there's usually an experience to be had. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I wish Utah would have embraced the buffalo that was there when we were there. <laughs> but they're too bougie and stuck up and touristy. They are, they are. But that's okay. We're such a culture shock, or we're such a culture. There are, I believe, more Bill's Backers bar bars than there are states. There are often three or four in a city. And these are places that if you're a fan from Buffalo, you can go and watch the Bills game anywhere in the country. And a lot of these places are like, some of these places are just, there's a Bills backers chapter and this is the bar they go to to watch the games and they have a deal set up. There are other places that have Bills paraphernalia up and around 24-7 and you can go there any day of the week and be like, hey, hey, and the whole place will chime it back at you. I mean, we do travel. Uh, We went to Mexico in December God, it was like forever ago. I think it was like seven years ago. But we watched the Bills game in Spanish in Mexico. Oh, my God. That had to be awesome. We didn't know what the fuck was happening, but yeah. Well, you didn't understand what they were saying. I apologize. We knew what was happening. (laughs) We understand football. Right. I I just have this this image or this visual in my head of this being a thing where the guy who does Spanish soccer... (laughs) <laughs> is commentating and it's so it's like 
And I, I just want that on a football field. I would watch that in a language I didn't understand before willingly watching Joe Buck. That's how much I hate Joe Buck. That's a different podcast. I know. I'm just saying. Sidebar. What else have we got, Buffalo Eyes? Oh, God. Sponge candy. Uh, yes. I know we're talking a lot about food, but that is like a large chunk of Buffalo culture. <laughs> Buffalo is, okay, Buffalo is a bunch of fat alcoholics. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. So sponge candy. For those of you who don't know what sponge candy is, it is so good. It is like, a, okay, it's this spongy, sugary substance, little cube shape, covered in chocolate. Yeah. It, like, picture and, what you would, like a Nestle Crunch Bar. If the crunchy stuff on the inside that, I know it's technically like crisp rice, technically. Yeah. No, it's but, much sweeter. But it's much sweeter and like thicker. Like it's a cube. It's not a, like a bar. And basically the best way to eat sponge candy is you eat the chocolate off all sides of the cube and then put the sponge in your mouth and just let it melt on your tongue. Okay. That's a personal thing. It's No, it's so good. It No, that's a you thing and it's weird. It's not. It's I know weird. other people who eat it that way. Okay. We should have a poll. Okay. I know. We bo- should also have a poll about how much Elf sucks. Okay. We will figure that out. We will. <laughs> You're tasked with this. Oh, my God. It's you, Instagram. You are. You are. You're a fucking beauty, bud. I tell you what. Um, That's why you picked me. Yeah. I mean, sponge candy. Uh, there's. And there's got to be more, right? More than sponge candy? Just in general. Just more things that are buffalo. I mean, we like we haven't even talked about chicken wings aside from that they're dipped in blue cheese. Because everybody knows buffalo is a chicken wing right. place. Right. Like we could sit here and talk about like what's the actual best place to go for chicken wings and that could be an entire podcast. It could, because most people think it's anchor bar or duffs, and that is the that is the wrong answer. Yeah. I mean, your first time you come to Buffalo, sure, go go to one of the two, go to the other one the next time. If you come back, you have family here, whatever. Just to say you went and you... If you want to go to an exclusive wing place that has actual good chicken wings, go to Barbell. Yes. Don't go to Duff's. Don't go to Anchor Bar. Those are not the places you want to go for wings. Go to Barbell. And then the next time that you're here, order wings from a hole-in-the-wall pizza place and get yourself some fluffy-ass, sweet sauce, cup and char, buffalo pizza. Yep. And you're golden. That's where you want to... That's where you want to live. And if you come to Buffalo because you heard this podcast, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook. Just type in Common Debauchery. We pop up, I promise. It's yeah. kind of designed it that way. I picked the name of the show solely to be something that stood alone and stood the test of time. But uh, outside of that, I think that's going to pretty much wrap it here for us. So, I mean, we didn't really hear it the first time I tried to do this. So let's do this again. <laughs> the bills make me want to shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back. Yeah. All right, we're going to fade that down because I'm not trying to get any copyright infringement here by the uh, nope. Buffalo Bills coming to get me. So uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Allie Cat, thanks for banning Rotten Jack for the day. Yeah, you got it. We'll uh, keep you guys updated whether or not he's going to be allowed back on the show in the near future. And uh, outside of that, Common Debauchery, part of the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com. Like, follow, share, subscribe. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, anywhere else you find your podcast from. Follow us on Facebook, like I said earlier. Uh, tell your friends about us. Check us out on our, our Patreon. There's going to be a link down below in the thing for our first drive time episode is up. Our second drive time episode will be going up at the end of this week, and we got to record more because, quite frankly, we've both been so damn busy we haven't driven anywhere together for long enough to talk. So 
um, that being said, I'm the Nightmare. I'm the Alley Cat. And this has been Common Common Debauchery. Debauchery.